the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Powered by the Wall Street Business Network. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump has cast his ballot in Florida. Now it's off for several events today in three critical battleground states. Democrat Joe Biden focusing his attention today on pockets inside Pennsylvania. The post-debate discussions on Air Force One this week ran the gambit from hopeful to triumphant. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien told the Salem Radio Network the president made alliances with two nations to help in energy competition with our adversaries. Realizing that we're in a great power competition against Russia and China and having the two these two populous, you know, giant democracies on our side made a lot of sense. And so we, we've, we've got the best relationships the United States has ever had with both India and Brazil. Authorities say a U.S. Navy training plane traveling from Florida crashed at an Alabama residential neighborhood yesterday near the Gulf Coast, killing both people on the plane. Nobody on the ground was hurt. This is SRN News. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. The predatory nature now of global capitalism, it's just completely unrestricted. There's no constraints. It's a wild time. It's the King Banyan Show. We want to create jobs. The quickest way to do it is to provide more food stamps. Government is that fiction whereby everybody believes that he can live at the expense of everybody else. As an educator and former legislator. And that is the free lunch myth. Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Hip, hip, hooray. Unemployment is down. We're in an age where where common sense sounds esoteric. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Unfortunately, economists' words carry relatively little weight in politics. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. I um I have avoided on this show talking very much about infection rates and covid and so forth because I admit to not being much of an expert in that area. I'm not a medical professional. I I I've read and I know I've had listeners send me this uh link to the what's known as the Great Barrington Directive which is eight paragraphs and says basically that um, that moving more toward herd immunity is the right idea. And so Ron's call during the last hour um, to suggest that we might be closer to herd immunity than we think, it's possibly true. I don't know. Here's what Here's what I would would argue, and, I'm, and, and in this, I'm following the the um, um, I'm following a, 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 a both a column in on Bloomberg from Tyler Cowen and a post he had on Marginal Revolution to this effect. And what got me was um, got me was this little little piece um, uh, talks about the key words on on the herd immunity was this the most compassionate approach that balances the risks and benefits of reaching herd immunity is to allow those who are at minimal risk of death to allow those who are at risk of are at minimal risk of death to live their lives normally to build up immunity to the virus through natural infection while protecting those who are at highest risk we call this focus protection and i've heard variations of this for the last six months um and and my my question is my my point which is which Tyler made very well and I'll say it my way rather than his is who is it that's doing the allowing who is that well we know who that is that is that is some form of government of some form of of power uh, exerted by a, an authority that that has has the ability to do that. Tyler writes, and I this is the this is the part that I so um, uh, um, that I liked. The passivity of the allow is is evident, as if humans should just line up in the proper order of virus exposure and submit to nature's will. How about instead we channel our inner Ayn Rand and stress the role of human agency? Something like, quote, 
human, herd immunity will come from a combination of exposure to the virus through natural infection and the widespread use of vaccines. Here are some ways to maximize the role of vaccines in that process, unquote. I find that extraordinarily persuasive, and it's the kind of logic I've used in other places. Let me give you, let me give you another example, okay, since I've decided to be controversial today, maybe I'll even be more so. The, we, we're going to talk to this hour about climate change and the statements made by Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, during the debate on Thursday night. Let me say I'm, I'm probably less in argument over the analysis than I am over the policy proposal. That is to say, I'll accept the idea that, that, that global warming is happening. We can quibble about the measurements, just as we were doing with Ron about, her, about what's the number of people who probably have already received infection or who already have T-cell immunities. Um, we can quibble around the edges of, of, you know, is it this number or is it that number? What? It's pretty hard to arrive. There's a probability that there's been no global warming out there. The probability that there's no global, no such thing as global warming, I think is greater than zero, but I doubt it's over 50%. I think it's a much smaller, smaller probability than that. Where I part company with a lot of those folks is over my anal- my thought that that our ability to fight our ability to fight global warming is going to be so much better in five years than it is right now that I think the the full scale panicky proclamations of people pushing the Green New Deal are trying to get you to adopt. A, 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 a solution which five years from now is going to look really, really stupid. You're going to look like you've made a really bad decision five years from now, I think, if you adopt the policies being proposed now. And I'm not getting to motive. I'm not getting anything of that. Okay. Um... Likewise, I believe the the smartest thing for us to do regarding COVID is to do what we can do to use the vaccine as the solution that gets us to herd immunity rather than natural infection. And that means wearing the mask that I put on when I had to go use the bathroom here during the last break. Is it mildly annoying? Yes. I almost every time I get up, I start, I make one or two steps toward the door. It's been six months, but, you know, I still make one or two steps toward the door and then go like, oh, yeah, I got to go get my mask. And I turn around, look for it on the desk, which is not very clean. And so it takes me a moment to find it. And I, these little things, yeah, yeah, they're annoying. I, I got you. But, but, you know, and, and. The presence of T-cell immunity is there. I contend it's a theory. Um, I, I, I think I, I under, you know, again, 
I believe that we're just faced with some some really tragic choices, but I think I have faith in in the ability of technology to move us down the road in the direction, in the direction of having the vaccine available and that the vaccine takes us to herd immunity rather than natural infection and the, and, and the hospitalizations and deaths that might result from relying on that. Okay. I'm, I, I, I don't believe, and, and you may say, and I'm, go ahead. I'll, you know what? I will take the calls, uh, 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 Wyatt, if, if someone wants to call and say, what about all of the, uh, all of the other costs from, lack of immunizations, uh, uh, lack of treatments for preventable diseases, lack of analysis of incipient cancers, um, lost economic activity and all of that. You're absolutely right. And I'm not, def- and it's not an either or. We have to have the current strategy or we have to have the immunities. I'm in my I'm in the middle of making some decisions about whether or not I'm willing to get on a plane to travel. Okay. I'm certainly not going to get on a plane and travel in the way I used to, which was just I'll pick up an airplane and go and if I have to fly through two or three other places, well guess what? That means I get more miles and more miles. That's not where my head's at right now. I would travel to go see my mother, who is who is uh, ad- of advanced age. But I have to think about whether or not it's safe for me to do that. Right? We're all making those kinds of adjustments and making those making those allocations. And my point in the last hour about the Iowa and Illinois story was simply to say, people are making those judgments anyway, and I don't think the lockdowns have been particularly effective. In the same way, I don't believe I don't believe people just saying to follow this this directive, follow the policy recommendations there. I think it would have if if everybody adopted it, if if everyone followed the strategies coming out of the White House right now, I don't think the economy would grow altogether that much faster. I think the economy is bouncing back because people have learned how to adjust to living in a world where I have to remember to put on a mask before I go use the bathroom in an, you know, in an office building when the bathroom is half a hallway down from my own office where I can sit without a mask. I'm not wearing one right now. If someone was in this office with me, I'd put it on. That's the issue. But it's the same logic that by which I think about this that I think about the question with oil and and Joe and Joe Biden's answer. It to me, it's an entire lack in imagination of the way in which free human beings, through the operation of the of the private market, find solutions to the problems of their existence. They this is what was missing in that debate, and I actually think it's missing from both both sides of that debate. I don't I don't believe that the that the president has a much better grasp of this than than uh, the vice than uh, former vice president does. But but you want to talk about mass slipping? Man, we saw it Thursday night. 
that was pretty that was pretty remarkable and and even though I might even though I'm not going to give you a recommendation you got to vote for this person or not for that person okay because I think they both have I I think they both have in terms of economics some pretty significant flaws um I I I think we saw something particularly for those for for those who for for those who are considering voting for uh former vice president I think I think you should listen listen a little further here coming up after this you're listening to the King Banyan show on business 1440 Cool voiceover Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to Business 1440 at radio.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 500 8384 Are you a survivor of sexual abuse while in the Boy Scouts? You may be entitled to compensation, no matter how long ago the abuse happened, but your time to file a claim is limited. Call 800-993-2218. That's 800-993-2218 for more information. As a result of thousands of victims filing sexual abuse claims, the Boy Scouts have filed for bankruptcy protection, and the Bankruptcy Court has set November 16, 2020 as the deadline for abuse survivors to file a claim. If you are a survivor of sexual abuse while in the Boy Scouts, you may be entitled to compensation, no matter how long ago the abuse happened. Call for more information with one of our compassionate counselors today. Remember, the Bankruptcy Court has set November 16, 2020 as the deadline for abuse survivors to file a claim. Call 800-993-2218. That's 800-993-2218 today. Your call is completely anonymous. For more information on this claim, go to officialbsaclaims.com. Sponsored by Mark J. Byrne and Partners, LLP. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. She can help you navigate rush hour traffic, even update your shopping list. But most impressive of all, she knows where to find straightforward conversations on investing. Just ask Alexa to play Business Radio 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Welcome 
back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Let me post for you quickly that uh, uh, that piece from uh, uh, from from Tyler uh, Cohen uh, that we just talked about. I, I was looking at some other things and forgot to push this up. So let me push that out for you. Uh, and thank you, uh, thank you, Don, for um, um, for putting up the CDC post. That's actually is what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. Although the data turns out to be from July, so we don't know right now what that looks like. Maybe we can find some better data here uh, coming up, uh, something more up to date, uh, because certainly bed occupancy in July was was less than I, than it what it appears in early July was probably less than what it is right now. Um, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with your questions or comments. Uh, very quickly, uh, the stimulus bill um, is. Um, it's not. They they all. This is almost like the Brexit story. They keep saying it's dead. It's not going to happen, and yet they keep talking to each other. Uh, this was yesterday, late afternoon, Friday Friday afternoon. This was Secretary Mnuchin. We've offered compromises. The speaker on uh, a number of issues is still dug in. If she wants to compromise, there will be a deal. Uh, But we've made lots of progress in lots of areas, but there's still some significant differences that we're working on. So this is, so uh, Secretary Mnuchin saying we can get a deal if you want, but you didn't have a deal, you didn't have a deal before. Uh, And we still don't have a deal and it feels like to me both sides are saying basically ah, but there's a deal here just the other side's got to give in on this point and i i don't think there i don't think there's a desire of either side to to give in and so i don't think that's i, I i'm doubtful that it's going to happen but i wanted to make sure i'd played that for you uh i we 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 grabbed it yesterday uh, I've been watching. I've been watching uh, closely because I, I have. So, I had somewhat expected that they would bring a deal this week. Um, I, and they keep saying, "Well, it's not possible for us to pass a deal before, before uh, we get to." Um, it's not possible for us to pass a deal before we get to uh, uh, the election. Well, the Senate will be available for other business starting Tuesday, Monday. I think they're going to be a little busy. Uh, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson will mention the what they're busy with uh, the what they what they're busy with uh, on the the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network on our sister station AM 12A The Patriot uh, today one to three for Mitch and tomorrow one to three for Brad. Uh, my guess is they might talk about this thing called confirmation just a little bit, but I really wanted to play. This piece here uh, that that came out of the came out of the debate uh, um, came out of the debate on uh, on uh, on the piece here. So I'm I wanted to play for you. Let, you know, I'm going to do this. We're going to play three different cuts here. and I'm going to play them out of order. The one that everybody hears is cut number two. It's about thirty seconds. Play cut number two of Biden from the on oil from the uh, from the debate on on uh, Thursday night. 
Okay, I have one final would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will that's transition. a big statement. That's, it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But that's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the, to the gas, excuse me, to, the, to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We have- well, so that's the cut that everybody heard. And I could have grabbed tons of clips yesterday from various oil executives. In fact, I listened to them all. And various oil executives just going on and on about what it is that they, you know, how how this is just a disaster. And they'll plunge the economy into a recession, into a new recession. Look, there's a lot of things that, that, that uh, President, uh, Vice, former Vice President Biden is proposing to that I think uh, could make this recession last longer and be more painful. Um, there are things that the president has proposed that I think will make the recession longer and more painful. Um, not happy with either either set, but but this particular piece attracted a lot of attention, as I noted. I don't have any of the later clips because I'm not. I, I only have a two-hour show. We could have we could have done three hours just on this particular piece, and I'm sure if you listen to. Uh, if you listen to our Salem stations here in the Twin Cities, you probably got a fair amount of this. But I wanted to reflect on, on on all of this. What you don't hear in that, so you heard you heard um, uh, Kirsten Welker want to start moving to a different topic. Um, the president interrupts to say, "Would you shut down the oil industry?" And rather than sort of let the let the moderator jump in, Biden says, I would transition from the oil industry. And the moderator's like, oh, wow, okay, that's new. So first of all, anyone that thinks to, says to me, well, well, well that uh, Ms. Welker was, was horrible, terrible moderator and so forth, it's like she let him she let him dig that hole for himself. She let him go on and explain. But in fact, he explained in the 40 seconds that came before that. So, so Wyatt, what I want you to do is to play the first cut, but be prepared. I'm probably going to stop you once or twice in this because I, you, you need to listen to what he said before he said that to grasp the full context of what it is he was trying to say. So let's play. Let's start cut number one. They live near chemical plants that, in fact, pollute chemical plants and oil plants and refineries that pollute. I used to live near that when I was growing up in Claymont, Delaware. And all the more oil refineries in Marcus Hook and the Delaware River than there is any place, including in Houston at the time. When my mom gets in the car. So question, when did those refineries get built? And why were those refineries built? Those refineries were built because they were gathering oil that came out of not Houston. Where did much of that oil get produced? Pennsylvania. 
And when was Pennsylvania a big oil producer? Back in the 30s and 40s. So the vice president is, is talking about pollution as being an issue 60, 70 years ago. The air in that area is probably cleaner now than it was then. There's not as much oil being produced there versus then. But my biggest issue here is vice president has, in fact, the vice president's family lived in that area and probably moved into that area. The way markets work, if you buy a house if you buy a house that all other things equal happens to be over the flight path of the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport, your price that you're paying for that house is less. You got the benefit because the prices internalize the externality of air pollution from the airport. If you buy a house that's close to a factory that is smelly, or spewing soot, or in some other ways creating a noxious impact on you. The, it's reflected in, the, in, a, in a market economy. It's reflected in the price that you paid for that property. So for you to then say, well, now you've got to clean up, it's like, well, you've, you've then double-dipped your benefit, sir. You got the lower price, and now you're going to use government action to reduce that pollution so that when you go to sell your house the next time, the next person is going to pay in part, is going to pay a higher price in part because the obnoxious, the obnoxious impact has now been removed. So you actually are going to get a capital gain out of that. Continue. Cut number one. And when, when there was first frost to drive me to school, turn in the windshield, whatever, there'd be oil slick in the window. That's why so many people in my state were dying and getting cancer. The fact is those frontline communities, it doesn't matter what you're paying them. It matters how you keep them safe. What do you do? And you impose restrictions Stop. on them. And if you can back it up like one or two seconds. Um, just, just a titch. Don't um, the... Again, you clean it up, you're in an area where this happened. Now, if you built it, if you built it and then, and then they moved in, you have a reason, you have a reason to, you have a reason in order to uh, uh, get that done. You, you have a reason, right? If they build something obnoxious next to you after you've already bought your property, you have a reason to complain because you're, you're, in fact, having some bit of your property taken away from you. However, however, you're, you're, you're still experiencing that. And, I, and, and again, I go back to this point of, 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 of he's using a story that has to be from 65, 70 years ago. What do you think has happened to the ability of the industry to clean up after its own technology, after its own pollution since then? All right. Let's finish the clip. You impose restrictions on the pollutions that it, the pollutants coming out of those fence line communities. I have a better idea. Rather than restrictions, charge them a price. 
There's two ways to solve an externality. One is to use government power to charge them a restriction. The other is to use government power to charge them a tax. When you charge them a tax, you can, you can get them to decide, would it make more sense for me to pollute less or would it make more sense for me to do the pollution and pay the tax? Okay, my favorite example of this, we'll take a break after this. My favorite example of this was not necessarily paying good attention to my parenting. My, all right, we have pets at our house, and our daughter was six at the time. And, and she was teasing one of, the, one of the cats. And I said, sweetie, you do that again. If you, if you, if you hit that cat one more time, I'm going to put you in your room for an hour. She says, an hour? I said, yes, an hour. She whacks the cat, walks into her bedroom, closes the door behind her. She decided an hour in her room was worth hitting that cat one more time. I hope, hope it worked out for her. But that's, that's the example of, of using a pollution tax rather than trying to hold my kid's arms down to prevent her from, from, from whacking the cat. That strategy actually works in pollution, in managing pollution. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Corey Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments 
from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Did you know the Business 1440 app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here is cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming us at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Bill Gunderson or any of your favorite programs. Download the free Business 1440 mobile app today. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. The research office of Pound KBRS is in full operation. Uh, thank you, Don, for uh, the latest posting there. Um, if you follow along, I want, I'm going to call your attention to it because this is the graph I've been trying to point people to. He's found exactly the one. Um, this, this dashboard looking at hospital capacity and surge capacity uh, in terms of uh, number of beds available in ICE. Currently in use, this is as of, as of Thursday, 1,080 ICU beds currently in use in the state of Minnesota. Capacity, 1,497, but they can have another 408 ready in 72 hours if, if need be. In terms of non-ICU beds, currently in use, 6,916. Capacity, 9,929. So that comes out, that, that's 70% in my head. Um, all right. I, I asked Don to check this. I think I'm right. Remember when ventilators were a thing? Less than a third of the ventilators that, that are, of a, less than a third of the capacity of ventilators are in use. Because we think about going back to April when all the concern was we can't get enough ventilators. And we've realized now that perhaps ventilators weren't the best strategy. All right. One simple strategy that I've heard uh, from the hospitals is the fact that they have people lying face down rather than face up, and that has ended up having helping with breathing, although it's, according to a, a recovering patient that I've spoken to it is, who went through that, it is awfully uncomfortable uh, for them. Um, so there are, you know, and we have apparently, uh, we, we apparently have... Uh, 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 a surge, a surge available. Uh, there's some in the warehouse. <laughs> surge available for ventilators. We've got 3,000 ventilators available, and there's only 430 of them in use around the state right now. All right. So, let me go back. So, what what have we discovered so far? What have we discovered so far? We have, we have someone who has basically said, I prefer to use. And this is important, right? He never talks about using a price for pollution, which you can do. You can simply charge a, a, a tax, okay? We refer to these as PAGU taxes, to reduce the amount of use of, of fossil fuels in the production of energy. Now we can understand better, I think, 
why he says what he says, because it's right after this that that President Trump asked former Vice President Biden, would you shut down the oil industry? So let's go back now and listen again to cut number two. Okay, I have one final question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down the falls. oil industry? By the way, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will transition. It is a big statement. That's because a big statement. I would stop. Why would you do stop that? Right because the oil industry. Okay, so, so hold on to those last three words he said. Um, the, I would close down. I would transition from the oil industry. The I, who's the I? Who's the I? I I would I would lock down the restaurants and I would lock down people to prevent COVID. I would allow people to go back to school. I would allow people to go back to restaurants. I would allow people to go back to to stadiums. I would transition from the oil industry. The problem isn't anything else in the sentence, but the very first pronoun, the I. The I is the issue. Right? And goodness knows, most politicians start their sentences with the pronoun I. I would transition. Here's how we would transition. The tra- and I was I, did I do this on this show? I or did I do this someplace else? I've been ta- I was talking about this with somebody just in the last couple of weeks, and maybe it was with you. And if it is, I apologize for repeating myself. Think about all the things that we used to carry in our pocket that do what your phone do now. Uh, A camera, a personal digital assistant. I had a Palm Pilot before Palm Pilots were cool. Okay? I had one of those those GPS pieces that stayed in contact with a satellite in order to do geocaching, back when geocaching was cool. We all do that now. I, I mean, my gosh, did you watch the iPhone 5 piece, um, the iPhone 5 event on Apple? I did. I'm a geek. I'm an Apple geek. I buy Apple products. I buy a lot of Apple products, right? You know what's going to be in that phone in the Pro? LiDAR. LiDAR. Basically, you're using geospatial technology in your phone to determine the depth of your to determine the depth of a room and to actually be able to use that to help design what your room would look like that's kind of that's that's kind of remarkable there was no i in that people discovered that as part of a process of providing goods to the marketplace but no not not these two characters their sentences begin with I. Continue. Industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But that's a big statement. That. 
Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving Stop. You know what? That part I agree with. Will renewables, will renewable energy replace fossil fuel? Now, I, I will get disagreements from people who I typically agree with. I believe renewables will, in fact, replace fossil fuel. And they will replace them probably, probably quicker than some people believe. But that's because I'm hopeful on the technology to bring the price down. Just as I, in ways that we can't imagine. Again, I can't get over the fact that a phone now has LiDAR in it. I can't get over the fact that, 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 my, that my phone, that last night, my wife says, my wife says to me, uh, when did we first start having presents inaugurated in January versus March? And without blinking, I used those magic words, which I don't dare use because I don't want my phone to talk to me, to get my phone to answer that question rather than me, because I didn't know. By the way, the answer, the answer is FDR 1937. Um, and the, um, the, the process by which he's thinking about it is, yes, we're going to transition, but he wants to bring it sooner. And just in the way, and I didn't plan on Ron calling me and, and getting me to detour into, into the Great Barrington Declaration, but it's of the same mind. Allowing individuals to make the choice of when to go buy an electric vehicle, which I've looked at and looked at and realized, you know what, it's not the smart decision, not not on an economic basis. If you want to have one as a status symbol or if you want to have one as virtue signaling, you go right ahead and do that. Okay? And it's a free country and you can help and, and go help yourself. But that is not what we do here. Let's, let me, let's finish this clip because there's one more clip I want to play of him. To the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the, to the gas, excuse me, to, the, to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We have- All right. Hey, guess what? I'll make you a deal, Vice President Biden. Let's eliminate them all. Let's let the market determine what the price of, of gas and oil are and the price of solar and the price and the price of wind and the prices of all of them. Let's stop handing out any of the subsidies. If you're with me on that, guess what? You'd be closer to where I am and maybe 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 I'd look more favorably on your candidacy. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. <laughs> Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Step into hunting season with Red Wing Shoes. We feature quality and long-lasting Irish Setter hunting boots. Our insulated and waterproof hunting footwear will help keep you warm and dry in the stand this fall. Social distancing and cleaning frequently. Our friendly fit experts are available to help find the right boot for your hunting needs. Stop into our stores in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, or St. Cloud. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. High school sports are as American as apple pie. 
And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Last segment today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for participating on Twitter with uh, your comments. Uh, thank you to uh, the crack research staff of Pound KBRS, better known as Don. Um, thank you uh, for your help, too. Um, it's really the best way to follow uh, the conversation of the show, and uh, and I do recommend it to you. Um, let's play... so. After he finishes that answer, the president, of course, um, uses it for electoral impact to talk talk about states like Pennsylvania and Ohio, which have significant investments from fracking. And and I think the vice president realizes he just gave his opponent something to talk about, where they where he had done a pretty good job because this is pretty close to the end of the debate, and I think he. I think he was kind of skating along and thought he had avoided doing any damage. And so he comes back and plays and says this last bit right here after a little crosstalk between him and, and uh, him and, and gets uh, asked for an extra 15 seconds from uh, the moderator. Play that cut before. He takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, 
we have to move toward a net zero emissions. The first place to do that by the year 2035 is in energy okay. production by 2050 totally. So he get, in forecasting, I, we, have a, we have a joke. We say when you're forecasting, give them a number or give them a date, but don't give them both. Because then you're then you're going to be shown wrong, that you, you've given your you've given the, the the doubters all the ammunition they need to prove that your forecast was wrong, right? Um, the don't don't give them both a date and an amount. He did. He gave you both. But it, but I mean, it wasn't a slip. They are dead serious about this. And I do think, and, and and it it is revealing to me. But also revealing was this other piece that didn't get any play, but is also worth hearing when he's asked to talk about about his economic policy. Uh, former Vice President Biden says this: "Cut five, please." We're going to be in a position where we're going to see to it that we're going to take four million existing billion buildings and two million existing homes and retrofit them so they don't leak as much energy, saving hundreds of millions of barrels of oil in the process. Stop. And creating. When I spend, when I have more energy seeping out into the into the atmosphere, right? I, you know. I come home and sometimes the air conditioning's on in the summertime and my wife has the doors open. What's the first thing I do? I close the doors. Why are we air conditioning the outside, Mrs. B? We shouldn't be doing that. But I wanted some fresh air. Yeah, I know you wanted some fresh air. Guess guess what? I have a there's a good way to get fresh air. Go outside. Well, I wanted the air conditioning, too, because it's hot outside. Yeah, well, choices, choices, right? Why is it that we think government should direct the the, the retrofitting of, of energy efficiency? Why are we doing that? Why, why wouldn't a business make sure that their building is efficient? Why? Because the marginal benefit in terms of a lower energy cost is not is not equal to the marginal cost of doing it to that person now it is possible that that house is generating pollution and that we should subsidize that activity but again he doesn't say that there's the eye again you know what can you re why is it possible to rewind that to the beginning to the very beginning yeah just take it back to the beginning Yep. Play it again. Listen for, listen for the eye. Play it again. We're going to be in a position where we're going to see to it that we're going to take four million existing billion buildings and two million existing homes and retrofit them so they don't leak as much energy, saving. Stop. Okay, I was wrong. It wasn't I. It was we. First person plural, not first person singular. You know what? You had an opportunity to do that, and you didn't do that. And you're not going to get the opportunity to do that if they do it by regulation, by force, rather than by, rather than by say, give you a subsidy. You want to, you want to weatherize your house? You want to make it look better? 
you want to make it more energy efficient, we'll give you we'll there's some benefit to the rest of society from that. We'll give you a we'll give you a tax break if you do that. Guess what? That tax break already exists. He used to talk about that. But it's the we. And who's the we? The we is not you. Play the rest of that clip, please. Of millions of barrels of oil in the process and creating significant number of jobs. And by the way, the whole idea of what this is all going to do, it's going to create millions of jobs and it's going to clean the environment. Our health and our jobs are at stake. Is the purpose of, of the economy to create jobs? No. There will always be jobs because there's always wants that we have. I, we're going to have to do this another time, but I want you to think about the fact that this economy is transitioned. We talk about it now becoming a service economy. What does it mean to be a service economy? Well, one of the things that's made life safer, and as, as, uh, as one of our commenters put up on Twitter at, uh, at uh, Pound KBRS, um, who used to drive by the Coke refinery, why, is it come, why is that place less, less damaging than before? Well, there's two reasons. One, it's a lot... It's a lot safer. I mean, there's a lot more technology helping to clean that environment. But you know what? We use less energy than we did before. We use a lot less energy than we did before to produce more goods and services. That's what progress does. Progress will find the cure for the virus, and we want to wait until that happens. Progress will cure climate change, and we can... And, and we can we can stand by and, and let the market help that happen. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Wyatt, for your help as well. And we'll talk to you all next week on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Hi, PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Are you in need of a new washer and dryer, a new stove, dishwasher, or refrigerator? Do you prefer top brands like LG, Frigidaire, Whirlpool, are you dragging your feet due to the cost and feeling like more often than not you'd be overpaying for these appliances? Well, here at PJ's, we've solved that problem for you. Our clients, many of whom are listeners to this station as well, have already saved hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars by shopping at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Our everyday standard pricing is 40 to 70% less than the average appliance store. We're not talking the inflated MSRP pricing. We're talking real, everyday pricing. So before you purchase an appliance, it's well worth a quick visit to our store to see what we have in stock and how much money we can save you. At PJ's, we proudly offer basic and extended warranty options along with professional appliance delivery and removal services. Go to PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Hi, this is Lee. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through and now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay 22 years old now most roofs in that time era were good for about 20 25 maybe 30 years so if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22 year old roof is still good give us a call yeah lee i remember that storm too and as i drive around burnsville uh, bloomington the south metro i see all of these roofs that replaced back in 1998 and it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced for an honest assessment on your roof or gutters give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com 
That's thekingdombuilders.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Pro-life. 